Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast looking back into the Jewish roots of our faith for the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. My name is Heather, and I'm a longtime youth ministry leader, lover of sweatpants, and I'm the author and founder of First Century Youth Ministry. And I'm Mark, a longtime youth pastor, ancient studies nerd, and Star Wars aficionado. This podcast is part of the Youth Cartel Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. Um, this is Mark. If I sound a little different, it's because I'm way up in Michigan working on a dissertation chapter and I forgot my microphone. So oh. I just have headphones and a laptop. But Heather is actually going to walk us through most of the good stuff today. Before we get started, though, I just want to remind you, sign up for the Israel trip. You won't regret it. The land of Israel is the fifth gospel and you will come home never reading scripture the same way again. And having figured out how is it that we disciple our students today, like Jesus did back then in a compelling way, and you'll make all sorts of friends trying to do the same thing. So Heather is going to walk us through the term Corbin today. Are are you ready, Heather? Yeah, I'm totally ready. And um, yeah, thanks for that intro on the trip, Mark. We are super excited about it and hope that... uh, you know, don't let money hold you back either. This is a trip that you can raise support for because Walk the Story is a nonprofit Christian ministry. So there you go. What's holding you back, friend? Let's do it. So, but Corbin is our summer short for today. So Mark, did you know that Corbin shows up 80 times in the Hebrew Bible and one time in the New Testament? Did you know that? That makes me interested about the one time. Indeed. Jesus talks to the Pharisees about Corbin in the book of Mark, but we're not going to look at that first. We're going to unpack what Corbin's all about for our listeners before we hop in. So I got a lot to cover. So you ready? Okay, cool, cool. So the word Corbin simply means something which draws close or drawing near. It's a sacrifice that was given by the priests uh, to God with the hopes of drawing near to the Lord. Um, So the idea was that the worshiper was bringing something to God in order to draw close to him by and through the sacrifice. So we do this all the time, right? We offer sacrifices with our time or energy or money with hopes of drawing closer to someone. So Corbin was given by the priest three times a day. And there were three basic kinds of Corbin, animals, grain, and money. Animals would be sacrificed, grain would be burned, and the money would be donated. Um, And so this is kind of fun. So in February of 1968, there was this dude named Benjamin Mazar, he began excavating the south and southeast side of Temple Mount. And over near the southern wall, he found a fragment of a small stone cup from the second temple period. And check this out. The cup he found had two small doves and etched into uh, etched right underneath of those doves was four letters inscribed in Hebrew that spelled out Corbin. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Uh, So, yeah, yeah, so here's the funky thing about it. So the Mishnah records that during the time of the first century, stone vessels were used by the worshiper to carry their small sacrifices or Corbin, right, um, to the temple. And so the two doves on the cup are likely meant to be owned by possibly two parents that were bringing sacrifices for their newborn child. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, isn't that neat? So that's a little ditty about Corbin. And um, but let's look, take a look, a fast look here at Mark chapter seven when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees about Corbin. Okay, so he says in verse nine, he says, and he continued, "You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions, 
For Moses said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father and mother is to be put to death. You know, just a light commandment. And so, but you say (laughs) that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is Corbin, that is devoted to God, then you no longer let them do anything for their father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And you do many things like that. I like that Jesus kind of adds at the end, you know, when you're like arguing with your brother or your sister and you're like, yeah, yeah. and you do that all the time. And, and Jesus is like, and you do many things like that. Okay. So that's awesome. So this is the fun thing here. Now that we know what Corbin is, is that, so Jesus is apparently addressing a young man who has dedicated his money or his possessions uh, to God as Corbin. And so during the time of the first century, the rabbis viewed an oath. So if you made an oath to something, it was extremely important. And in this case, more important than caring for your own parents. So the oath that this young man makes to for offering um, yeah. uh, to God his possessions as Corbin, they said, well, you can't break that oath, even if it means that your parents are going to suffer because of it. And so Jesus makes it quite clear that caring for a person is far more important than keeping your duty or obligation by offering a physical sacrifice. giving of your energy and your devotion and your love to an individual is a better sacrifice. I mean, Jesus shows us that on the cross, right? Yeah. And it reminds me when he teaches that if you're like taking your sacrifice to the altar and you're in a damaged relationship, well, put the goat down and go restore the relationship because that honors man, connected to your relationship with God. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah, you better then put that Corbin down and go make that relationship right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's and that's why, you know, when the Jews celebrate Yom Kippur, one of the highlights of that time is to settle all your wrongs and make right the things that you have between you and others. And yeah. this is exactly what you're drawing us to with what you just said is that it's better to make things right between people than it is to offer sacrifices to God. Yep. Oh, bro. For sure. We could all learn that lesson, can't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. a thousand more so, times. Indeed, in Jesus' name. So, okay, so here's the thing. So what the Pharisees were doing, it would be similar to like if you had a Sunday school teacher who was teaching your middle school kids and they committed, okay, I'm going to commit to the summer for you. And you're like, okay, great. And then all of a sudden their parent dies and they're like, hey, my mom died. I'm not going to be able to teach Sunday school this Sunday. And you'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. You made a commitment. You're sticking to it, right? Like this is, <laughs> yeah, what's, right? Like it's absurd. But, and so this is what Jesus is um, pointing out in the Pharisees is that no, caring for someone's parents is much more important than the giving of Corbin. And so that's an unpacking of the word Corbin for our listeners. So now you know what to do with that weird, funky word. That's untranslate un, that is untranslated that shows up in the New Testament in Mark chapter seven. That's awesome. Thanks, Heather. This has been a really fun discussion. And this is one of our shortest summer shorts. Way to go. Woohoo! Yeah. That's right. All right, everyone. Yeah. We uh, love you. Don't forget to get signed up for the Israel trip, and we will catch you soon. Bye. <laughs>